Hey everyone, welcome to episode 43 of the Water Cooler Podcast, and today marks the first episode of Faded and the Furious, and joining me on this little adventure that we're going on for watching like the, all the Fast and Furious movies leading up to Fast and Furious 9 on June 25th is Natalie from Stoned and Social. How are you doing, Natalie? As always, I am stoned. So I'm doing fine. And about to get social. First of all, let me just apologize right now. Throughout the entire series of us doing this, I am going to use car puns, period. It needs to be put out there. This is going to be one hell of a road trip, if I do say so, Marley. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be. It's going to be one long road getting from here to there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, that one song, I, I forget who sings it, but it's going to be one hell of a ride, though, just because this is Natalie and I's favorite film series. Yes. When yes. I, I remember when we were first talking about doing the 24 hour pod, I'm, I think we we're talking off the record and I just bring up Fast and the Furious and you just get so excited. And I, that's how our friendship just got leveled up. Yeah. You know, someone is a good friend when they talk like really enthusiastically about Fast and the Furious. For anyone who's watched Community, I have just found my Troy. So I'm <laughs> super stoked. Like, so you're Abed? Gonna, in this, yeah. I always I thought it. I was Abed. Oh, okay. I was going to give you Abed, but I was like, I don't know if he wants to be. So so yes, I found my Abed then. Yeah, exactly. That. And uh, you're, you're Troy in this situation. Are you ready to embark on this journey? It's so like, what's your history of Fast and the Furious? For, for oh, oh, such history. I'll try to wrap it up. I just, I love fast things. I love cars. This movie played to both of those. And it doesn't hurt that someone local that I know through someone was in this movie and has gone on to be quite the superstar. And I'll tell you about it when we touch on that. But these movies encapsulate every freaking thing that I think a good action movie should capture. And I've never said this outside of my head. And so like, no shame, no embarrassment. I mean this. This is my Star Wars. That's some pretty bold, and I, I would have to agree with you, very bold statements to to say about like this film series. But this is the one film series that I love just because it gets better every single yes! movie that, that yes! every single movie that comes out. So what better way to just watch all of these movies leading up to the three hour Fast and Furious 9, which I still can't <laughs> oh believe gosh. it's three hours. <laughs> I can't either. But the thing is, the last one was long. And I thought, this is going to be crazy long. And I watched it. And I was like, that's it. I want more. And so I know once I'm in it, I'm going to love that it's three hours. And I take that to mean it just backs up what you just said. I do agree that these movies have gotten better as the series has gone on, not just from a special effects standpoint, but a storyline. And now they need three hours to tell us their story. So I think their writing's getting even more better. Exactly. And the thing that makes me excited, too, about the ninth one is that Justin Lin, the guy that Base uh, spoilers, but the guy that turned everything around with Tokyo Drift. Mm -hmm. uh, that's based. That's where I feel like I, th those are when those are the movies that I really love. Like three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> Stay with us. But but uh, before we get into the first, the Fast and the Furious, mm -hmm. we just did a twenty-four hour pod. It took me a while to recover from it, but we had. <laughs> Let's let's just say we had a certain hashtag pop up during in the middle of it. So Again. I would like to <laughs> I would ask I would like to know, like, how is your summer going? It's going to be a white boy summer. It's it's heading to be a white boy summer, a black queen summer. I can feel it. Chet. Chet. Chet says it. Yeah. Chet says it all. <sighs> Chet, if, if Chet. he could join us on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> chat chat like the thing is i don't want to go on a chat tangent but just for a second just since that, well that's since why I the thank you <laughs> yeah since the 24 hour pod when we were talking about chat 
This is what happens that we're in what I call a cycle of Chet. It's kind of like the age of Aquarius and shit. It's, it's the cycle of Chet. Chet will, someone will remember Chet Hanks exist. Someone will look him up and then you will find out he just started doing something like a week before and you're like, okay, that's, and then, and it's always a very Chet thing. And then somehow social media will pick that up. And in turn, they will find more weird shit that Chet is doing until everyone's like, man, you know what? This guy is just, he's just a character. And then everyone stops talking about Chet. And then he comes back around with the next crazy thing. I saw just 20 hours ago that he was caught asking a fan for $200 in their DMs. <laughs> Chad is an idiot. <laughs> he's, he's like, I love you, Chad, but ooh. Okay, Chet. so okay, so the reason why I bring this up, we don't really know. Well, I haven't looked at the casting for Fast and Furious Nine. If once we finish, oh god, this oh, series, god. what would happen if you just see Chet Hanks pull <laughs> up in a Pontiac Fiero? <laughs> Fast and Furious 9. I will tell you, I don't care if I'm at home at the theater by then. I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the thing is, I'm going to scream and squeal during this saga that you and I are doing. I know it because I just get that. So I just get so fucking excited for this. Like, just give yeah. it to me. Put it in my veins. Yeah, exactly. Well, so without further ado, let's get into our discussion of the fast. And the Furious. Let's go for a little ride. This is yours, but if you win, you get her too. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Fast and the Furious was released on in 2001. It's rated PG-13 and had a runtime of 106 minutes. It had an overall budget of $38 million estimated and grossed about $200 million <clears throat> domestically. <clears throat> Natalie, I'll let you go first just because I think we kind of have like the same opinions about this film. But what, what did you think of The Fast and the Furious? I literally just cleaned up the popcorn I was eating watching it before this. I'm going to watch every single one within the hour of us talking about it. So it's all fresh in my freaking mind. And I want to point out, this is 2001. I'm 17. I'm 17. I've had my license for one year. And when I went to get taught how to drive. My dad knew a guy who used to be a race car driver and he taught me how to drive before I got my license. So when this movie came out, I was like, this is a sign. I need to street race. What? <laughs> uh, I like that. That's the first thing that comes to your mind. It's like, yes. Yeah. Street yeah. race. Yeah. Steel DVD players too. So, oh gosh, that's so it's 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 so bizarre. This this film, like rewatching it, like now it's it. This movie's so cheesy. It's like cheese to the maximum. (laughs) Thing is, I spent a summer watching this movie on repeat with my friends, and I just remember liking it. And I remember some parts, but it's kind of foggy because I haven't seen it in at least a decade, and. I forgot how bad it was today when I started watching it. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. And then the freaking font that Fast and the Furious (laughs) is in, it looks like Comic Sans on crack. And I was like, oh, dear, I forgot. Shit. Like, I like, yeah, they're cheesy, but you got to start somewhere. (laughs) You do. You got to start somewhere. And like, it's nice to know that. They upgraded from Jaw Rule to uh, Tyrese. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. I love that his one Jaw Rule's like one little cameo in this entire <laughs> film was just him holding a boob, <laughs> and <laughs> then and then yelling that he doesn't get it, Monica. Like he's just <laughs> he's, right. it's so. 
I was watching it today and I, I was like, holy shit, I forgot that Ja Rule was in this. I just blanked on that. I just blanked on Ja Rule. He doesn't register with me a lot of the times. No, he doesn't register with me, I, th- I think, with most people, too. But uh, it's nice was to he? know that this was his peak up uh, until no. Fire Festival. I was going to say so. Fire Fest was his peak. He was trending then. So, yeah, he's just trending to an extent. But I think trending, saying that you bankrupt an entire company probably <laughs> isn't the best way to be trending. But yeah, no, any press is good press. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what Jaw Rules publishes says. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Like, don't worry, Ja. I just want to touch on something you said, because, again, this is just a little known thing that people don't realize. This movie franchise, this entire media empire that is fast and furious started with them just being a street racing little clan that is stealing DVD TV combos. (laughs) Yes. Oh man, I missed those Panasonic. Days. Like you like there's a lot of there's a lot of branding in this. I noticed oh, so you, much branding. Did you see the Pizza Hut delivery driver where he was like, yep. "Oh man, I can't deliver yep. my pizza." <laughs> yep. Do you see the like it's so much so much for NOS um, you know that they use in their car everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the it NOS was energy just, drink or Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Remember the NOS, also the the like the nitrous oxide that you need for the car to go fast. So they had a bunch of those, like the canisters are everywhere as well. They just wanted you to buy this shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, they basically seen this script like like on the table, and they're just like, what 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 can we do with this? Oh, a giant commercial, a 90 minute commercial. (laughs) (laughs) The guy in the movie says something and I was like, oh, I don't know if it was because I was stoned. By the way, I watched this stone. I'm going to watch every single one stone. I've never watched these stoned. And so what was I thinking? Like, they're amazing. Um, The guy behind the counter at the car store, he says like, no, we have to let Dom come in here because all the kids who watch him race his cars thinks he's cool. And then they want to buy all the things he buys for their cars. And that's literally what I did. That's literally how I got sucked in. Right. Yeah. I got marketed it. You marketed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this film, like, I remember this film. I was 11 years old when this came out, so that shows our age gap. Uh, but, but but I don't remember seeing this movie in the theaters. I think mm. I remember just, like, asking my mom, like, to rent this from the video store. Yes, I'm that old. Video stores existed. <laughs> I, di- I didn't have a Netflix queue or anything like that. But... I didn't know what to think when I when I first saw it. I was just like, because <laughs> I remember like uh, like Gone in sixty seconds came out. Like, oh yeah, like the, yeah. pretty much like the same amount of time. I was on that movie too. Yeah, and that I one, was I was yeah. all about that. Well, Me too, Natalie. You you know because Nicholas Cage. But <laughs> yeah, what, we no. Oh God. So what if, what if Nicholas Cage was in this? <laughs> He's oh in everything. God. Oh He's my god. Him. Marley. Did I Nicholas, just start something? If Nicolas Cage is secretly in Fast and Furious 9, when I next come to California, I am going to buy you any fucking joint you want. Okay. What okay, so here's the thing. This is this is like the huge twist. This is the M. Night Shyamalan twist at the, uh, for, M. Night, for Fast and Furious 9. Vin Diesel, you zoom into the back of his head, you see a zipper. Paul Walker, <gasps> Paul Walker unzips Vin Diesel and it's Nicolas Cage this entire time. <laughs> oh, that's, that. we, uh, we got Rick rolled if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... Yeah, I, I don't know. And then to catch up with Nicolas Cage hairstyles, it's just <laughs> it's just a montage of just different Nicolas Cage hair throughout the entire. Oh god! Okay. Oh god! Yeah, that would be that would be hilarious. The thing is, I'm I'm all about that manifestation shit. So like, let's manifest that because if nothing else, for the hilarity of it, mm-hmm. I would love to see Nick Cage just somehow like this is how like. 
this is how for everyone Fast and Furious is. People who say they don't like Fast and Furious essentially are saying to me, Natalie, I don't fucking like movies. Or I don't just, like to be entertained. Or Natalie, we're just not friends. I yeah, we're not going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to be friends. Right. That, see, that's why we get along so so much, just because as, as soon as you said that you love Fast and the Furious, I was just like, okay, you know what? Friends forever. It, <laughs> the thing is, Marley, it took my breath away. You remember, it literally, I was just like, <gasps> I just, it was whenever I find someone, because there's some... I'm not gonna like, but there's some fair weather fast fans who are like, yeah, and they know a little about it. But I'm talking about the fans who have seen every movie, know the storyline, know how cheesy and bad this is, but also how perfected that is. Like it is doing this on purpose. Yes. This uh, is an I art. I think like the Fairweather fans that you're talking about are the ones that probably like these first two Fast and the Furious movies because because mm. this is the first because like this movie is like if you are into cars, then this movie is for you. Yeah, because I can see that there's so many there's so many lines of dialogue in this entire film <laughs> where they're just it's just some dude it's, just nerding out about like, yeah, the NOS is so good. Or like, I don't know anything I, about cars. So I call like, that car talk babble. Mm-hmm. yes like the, like the trek no babble in star trek it's just some of it makes sense like i went and looked some shit up today because he was like you know um when he's driving in that one scene the screen comes up and it's flashing it says danger danger to manifold and i was like what the fuck's a manifold in a car and so, right. so i wanted to see it but it's real yeah 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 i had no idea what a manifold was was but i'm, I'm glad to know it it's real it it's makes, real makes me feel better yeah i but, feel uh, better but yeah, I, I just think there's the, the people that like the first two movies only. I feel like the like those are Fairweather fans just because if I bring up Fast Five or any of the other ones, they're like, oh, it's not about cars anymore. I don't like that. And I'm like, <laughs> don't you like that a movie progresses and gets better? Yeah. It's like, but, but like, yeah. bless Gary Scott Thompson. Like he hasn't done a lot, but damn it, he's done this right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he he was the one that directed her, or no, it was Rob Cohen that directed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Speaking of things that got better, what the fuck is up with Michelle Rodriguez in this film? Mm. She. Oh, I have notes I, on her. I think she got <laughs> major plastic surgery after this okay. film. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're right. Like this is the thing. I loved. Michelle Rodriguez when I was younger I thought she was cool she's always been kind of like me she's a little badass scrappy girl I like it in these films she really has a lot of character progression but I don't know what happened all I know is there was a time when she was around during Lost the TV series and I remember seeing her in person at an event and then there's a time further in Fast and Furious franchise where i'm relatively certain it's her teeth that she's gotten done it's her teeth i, I see a picture of her from this film it's, it's like, like it's that's the, the thing that threw me off i was like i this don't know if she got like her. veneers or like what i don't know she hollywoodified her teeth but they just don't look natural anymore and they make her they make her look a little a little different and i you notice it in this movie as soon as all i was like oh she used to be so cute <laughs> like she's still cute but i was like man what did you do to your teeth and right. uh people have talked about this online what i do like and maybe you remember this from the movies is how she's just like Letty is just the epitome of nineties. She's like, like, like the, the like early two thousand. She's got a choker. She's got platform spice girl ass shoes with flames on the side. She's sleeping They're, with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like she's doing stuff. There's lots of plaid skorts, which were skirt shorts in this film. Like it, it's a throwback, mm-hmm. but it's also timeless. Yes. Very timeless. Ain't nothing more timeless uh, than Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, and Fast and the Furious. And uh, Furious. Yeah. But there's also Paul Walker. Oh. Like, d- 
Rest his soul. Every time, every time you say his name, I'm going to say that. Rest his soul. Rest his, yeah, definitely rest his soul. Especially watching this one again made me like realize that they really wanted Paul Walker to be the star. He's the first person you see. Yeah, he's the first person and last person you see. And yep. the fact that because this movie, I feel like it doesn't hold up. I'm really glad that like this wasn't his legacy. Like yeah. other films in this franchise, yeah. like uh, progressed him and he became the star that he will always be like, God rest his soul. You don't think this holds up? I, I think his acting is is mm. kind of wooden. I always thought it was kind of wooden and he doesn't really. <sighs> no, that's his style. Yeah, that's I, his style. I watched him in this, and I think I told you Tammy and the T-Rex from like the, (laughs) you and I need to watch that. It is a terrible, terrible movie that I thought was from the 80s, but it's from 1994. It stars Denise Richards and Paul Walker. And in it, he looks like he's like 18 years old or like 20 something. He's doing the same type of acting. I realize that's his style. Okay. So yeah, I don't like. He, like I know what you mean, though. But yeah, yeah look at some I, stuff. I'm just glad that because when he has more people like The Rock or Jason Statham to like act along, mm. it, it it definitely kind of boosts his performance. So knowing that, like, not saying that he can't be a like a like a leading man, but you need someone else to counterbalance the Paul Walker. And I don't think Vin Diesel yeah. is that guy. So, but. Vin Diesel <laughs> is just the most wooden of wooden performances. <laughs> I, I like is it, it's all. It, I think you asked me this question once before about Nicolas Cage being a good actor. I think you can mm-hmm. say the same thing about Vin Diesel. Mm. Like, is Vin Diesel a good actor, or is he just <sighs> being himself? Okay, so I have met Vin Diesel in what? person. What? <laughs> he was he was at a convention because. Vin Diesel plays D and D. He was at a convention, um, and it was like a it was like an event where you you had to pay a ticket to be able to be in this gaming room with some celebs. Vin Diesel was one of them, and I think <laughs> this is going to sound bad. I think Vin Diesel thinks that's what acting is supposed to be like. I think that's him being serious. I think <laughs> his expression of how serious he's taking something is kind of comical and he doesn't realize it. But I think coming from a guy that looks like him, it's interesting enough to hold audiences in whatever it is he's in. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree with you. Like I'm I'm just giving him a hard time just because I feel like, like I, I have to. No, <laughs> I think you're right though. I think I think he's he's not a good actor. I think he's a good actor for him. I think Vin Diesel is very unique and he fits into like a a pretty, you know, action movie trope kind of player where you're like, okay, that's the guy who just beats the shit out of everyone, doesn't really have emotions, kind of touches on them, but then he gets angry and does something stupid. Um, He kind of fits into that even in Triple X and like anything else he's in, like (laughs) that's his role. Right. I, I think my favorite part of this of this movie is like is towards the beginning of the film at the diner when Paul Walker's character gets in the, like that fight. And he was like, what'd oh, you put yeah. in that sandwich? And he goes over <laughs> and just starts beating the shit out. Well, of him. yeah, yes, yes. You know what, Marley? I'm so glad you said that because I've got my munchie with me and you're never going to believe what it is. I'm cracking a, it open right now. Is it a tuna fish sandwich? Tuna sandwich. Oh, oh so every movie i'm gonna try and find something that they've eaten in the movie and make that or get it for my munchie that's that that sounds like something i'm gonna have to like i'm gonna have to join you on for the next movie because that that, that's a really good idea some people already talked about this they were very excited they were like there's tons of different foods in fast and furious and i was like that's awesome this works in my favor yeah, I kind of wish I got a, brought a Pizza Hut pizza because <laughs> Pizza Hut was like all over. Can't this deliver movie. my pizza, right? Like if I'm a pizza delivery man, which I have been in a past life, I, <laughs> like I honestly would 
like if I see a street race going on the, to the extent of like what he was witnessing, I would just <laughs> be calling the customer and just be like, sorry, um, I'm just going to eat this pizza and like I'll, and no. I'll refund you. I'm just going to go home because it's like there was mad shit going down in that race. I know, but he but this is when Pizza Hut really took shit seriously mm-hmm. and, you know, had a promise about getting you your stuff on time. Right. So they really wanted to show their commitment. They're like, even in a crazy street race gang, we'll try to deliver your pizza. Like, I mean, I it, if you think about it, like this movie came out in 2001. Pizza has, hasn't really had much <laughs> like marketing since Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They had a chance. Yeah, so they needed to just rebound from the I wouldn't say like the the colossal train wreck that was the Ninja Turtles like mm. marketing for Pizza Hut, but they needed mm. to they definitely needed to rebound. But I, I think they did, did I, it pretty well. Did I tell you I'm in what's known as a Pizza Hut Bermuda Triangle? That's what I've called it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can get every other pizza in the world except Pizza Hut. For some reason, the Pizza Hut next, like, very close to me closed down. And now I'm just out of the range of every single Pizza Hut that I can't get it delivered. I used to put in the address of the church next door to my apartment's buildings. And then when they'd get there, I'd be like, oh, just come right to the building next door. But they got hip to that. And so now I just, I haven't had Pizza Pizza in like five or seven years, I think. Yeah, no, I think now that you say that, I haven't had Pizza Pizza Hut Pizza in that long too, because the only Pizza Hut Pizza... Uh, pizza places that I can that I can think of that are close to me are the ones that are in Target, and like I, I don't consider. I don't that. count those. I no. don't count those as like that's like Mm-mm. that's like Target employees have to. They're on lunch break. Do things. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's either that or or the mom that bought too much at Target and can't afford. <laughs> and can't She's afford. Like, now like, I need all this pizza. Right. Exactly. But uh, enough with that tangent. <laughs> no pizza. Like uh, um, you, you were talking about the cafe. The the cafe. Yeah the the restaurant cafe that by the way looks like it's from the set of a western. Yes, like which bring you bring up a good <laughs> point too is that this the way this film is lit and just shot is so it it looks like they're trying to do like a grindhouse. Like mm-hmm. style, like grindhouse style look, and they kind of failed because it it just doesn't like hold up, and just no. like the way they lit Paul Walker's like whether eyes it's his it, stuff, yeah, yeah his, or his, hair, his, his eyes and hair. I don't know if the hair is like actual lighting or is it just his bleach blonde like good looks, but but uh, rest his soul, yeah, rest his soul, <laughs> rest his soul, Paul Walker, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm going to keep watching, obviously, because I'm, you know, as we're going along. But I don't really remember anyone ever coming back or addressing this, like, Toretto's Cafe place. Like, it didn't stick in my head until I saw it today where I was like, oh, oh, yeah, there was a restaurant thing. What happened to that? Do they do you remember if it's in later movies as well? I don't remember it in later movies. I think what they what the writers actually just want us to think about this cafe is that is that Dom lost all lost everything in the recession in 2008. <laughs> and he, like they had to like sell off all his assets and then that's where they got all the new cars to do nope. do later business. This is 2001 that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, he's, re- he's recovering from he's from covering from Y two K. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Y two K. But the the one thing that I do like is that they keep going back to the house, the Toretto house. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that is one landmark that I think is at, at to this point, like when we're talking like right now, I think this is the most iconic like, house in film history or in media. This is my, I've sent you a picture of my favorite scene in the movie. Like, maybe not my favorite, but like, I love the scene when they're all around the table. Mm-hmm. And that that's how they, they basically close like every single movie at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. And I love that they keep going back to that because yeah. this is, this, this picture that you sent me is, 
is the epitome of fat a family and that's where I, I, this is where family starts because about family paul, because paul walker at the beginning of this film he's a bad guy i mm-hmm. I, I, for, I totally forgot that he was like he's like he was trying cop. he was trying to take take down like dominic toretto and through their I hesitate to say bromance, but I want to say bromance. Oh, so it's fast. a bro. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the oh, homosexual, oh. the homosexual tension is oh, through the roof. It's heavy. You can cut it with a fucking butterfly knife. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh It's a bromance. Yeah, it's not just gonna, family or Vin I'm Diesel. just curious. I just want to see if there's any Fast and Furious fanfic. I'm not gonna. I just want. I'm just curious. I'm just. Well, I'm just gonna Google this. Wasn't there that rumor going around that everyone thought Vin Diesel was actually gay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I do you met that. him. You met him. Like, were you yeah. able to answer that question? Ask that. Question? I don't know. My 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 gaydar is usually pretty good, but mm-hmm. I was just more like, as a fan of the franchise, I was just trying not to geek out about seeing him in the flesh. <laughs> yeah, which I hate that you mm. had to one up me about that, but. I do actually remember uh, he he's kind of a no name at this point, but I still see him as someone. I don't know his name, but I know that his character's name. I, I actually met Hector at a film oh, festival. Yeah. Hector's in so much. Yeah, he he well, yeah, he's in so much. He was in this independent film that I saw at this film festival yeah, and I met him in person. Like I was Noel. like, You're in Fast and the Right? His name is like Noel Guillemi. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I know who you're talking about, though. He's been in so much stuff. He had a monkey jump out of his butthole in Bruce Almighty. (laughs) 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 But I I don't think that people want him to remember for that. I think. No, no. He's definitely known as Hector for me. By the way, there is Fast and Furious fanfic. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. We need to to read some. We need some of these titles. I won't even. But. Just read um, one title. Just one title is coming out of hiding. Oh, I like this one. This one's called Bullets and Bruises. Oh, that's ooh. that sounds that sounds nice. That sounds really nice. That sounds like the <laughs> that sounds like the sequel to Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh, which by the way, oh. we, by the way, we won't be covering in this Fuck series. No, <laughs> that Sorry. that, that movie. Now. No, no, it's fine. We've already cursed. It's dead to me. Yeah, it's. I, I wouldn't say it's dead to me. It still has mm-hmm. moments. It has still has moments, but it just. It's not Fast and the Furious. It's Fast and Furious presents. Going back to how crazy these titles are, because you immediately know if it's going to be an actual Fast and the Furious movie or a spin. This is the thing. This was supposed to make me fall deeper in love. With this love affair I already have with Fast and Furious, it has everything I want. Mm-hmm. It's got a wrestler. I'm a huge WWE fan. It's got the rock in it. Boom. It's got Idris Elba in it. It's got Idris Elba in it. And it's got Helen Mirren in it. It's a Fast and Furious movie. It has everything. And it falls flat. Right. Well, at least they'll have time to redeem themselves for for future movies. Hill Mirren's in Fast and Furious Eight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just wonderful that she is like yeah. she's the queen yeah. and she's yeah. driving around just like in freaking Nissan Skylines. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you said you had some favorite quotes in this movie, right? I did. I did. I did. Well, man, there's there was just I I felt like a kid again when I watched this. I felt like I was 17 all over again. No one was home. I turned on the surround sound, which I know my neighbors hate, and I was like, "Eat it. I'm going to watch this." And uh yeah, so I was paying attention to every freaking thing. And one line that stuck out to me was when Paul Walker's first trying to get into his first race with them. And he's like, you can have my pink slip. And I walk, he's like, but if I win, I walk away with the cash and the respect. And they all laugh at him. And then he says like, kind of under his breath, he's like, some people think that's more important. And it was just, it was, (laughs) it was just such a cheesy line. I was like, what? person wrote that and was like yes this is how you know how passionate this man is for for respect 
Oh my god. <laughs> it's a bad line. Right. It's 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 so bad. Uh, but I, I love that line too. I, I'm going back to the cafe just because there's so many dumb mm. lines in that entire mm. thing where uh, Mia she's asking him about like what he wants and she and she says uh, she she says like tuna on white, no crust, right? And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's like this dude is like some badass cop, and he he yeah. has to has tuna with with no crust. Yeah, he, he yeah. don't he don't fuck with the crust. Which by he the way has a soft your, side. Thank you. Which by the way is your tuna uh, on white with no oh crust? yeah yes it is. I'm I've uploaded a picture. I'm going to upload a picture to Instagram. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll we'll be Instagramming like during this entire <laughs> series. I don't. We're not we're not live streaming because you only get one day out of the year for that but yeah yeah we won't talk (laughs) (laughs) there's so many lines i i really have i really have moments Mm -hmm. Uh, i i still go back to when when i seen jaw rule (laughs) like just sitting in the car and the lady just goes over and just whips out her boob like he just starts holding it i'm like wow this this movie just just disrespects women in so many ways. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. If you are a feminist and you you're easily <laughs> offended, like I'm a feminist, but I know that again, this is for entertainment purposes only. And I hope that people I engage with don't take life lessons from Fast and Furious. So, you know, do with that what you will. But it's gratuitous, you know. It's yeah. You've it's got guns. It's got it's got sex. It's got you know crimes and spies and heist and speeding tickets like what else do you freak like it's got everything so yeah it's it's not it's not pc it's got everything it's got everything except for one thing it's gonna be a white boy summer it doesn't <laughs> have that you were right i don't You're know right. even, i don't even know if chet's got that right now i'm gonna be do honest you, do you think chet would be all about this movie i think he would I don't think there's no black black girls in this movie for him. It's it's got black queens. Yeah, but you saw Chet's Chet's music videos. He's he's looking for strippers, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately I did. But why'd you have to bring that up? I don't know. I think he would be all about this movie. I think he's just... This is the person that he wants to be. (laughs) I can see... Like, when this movie was, like, in pre-production, I can see... Like, like Tom Hanks reading the script, and he's like, <laughs> "My son's gonna be in this one day." And then, and then he wasn't, and then he's disappointed, and that's why he doesn't talk about it anymore. Like, that's it. That's yeah, it. You get your one, right? If Tom Hanks had the strings to pull, I think, I think he would do it. Oh yeah, of course he would. Yeah, you do anything um, for maybe. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Chet asked for some stupid shit. And so I feel like a lot of it is sussing out, like, is this a thing that I give Chet or no? Like, what do I do? Um, You know, I... I, I was like how say, we could continue. We continue to go back to Chet. Of course, we'll come. We'll always come back to but Chet. No, we, we need to give a Chet rating. Like, what would would Chet approve? Oh yeah, Chet. I mean, yeah, Chet would approve. There was like a tease of a menage a trois. There was rap music, which I watch everything with subtitles. It kept saying almost all of the music was rap music, even when it wasn't. Even when it was clearly like some limp biscuit rip rip off crap mm-hmm. or sounding like Crazy Town. If you if you are old enough to know who Crazy that, Town is, that's two thousand one for you. That's the <laughs> two thousand one movie soundtrack produced by what was it? BC. I don't know who it is. I've never heard of who it is. I, I think that's a, a Jaw Rule's alter ego. <laughs> they had Jaw Rule in the movie, but they didn't really play his music. They actually were they playing. At the end. Yeah, but they played Ludacris before they played his, and that was cracking me up. Yeah, because later he once he 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 comes in in the third film, right? If I'm yes, I believe so. Yeah, it's just like the, the movie's just silent. And just be like, no, Jaw Rule's just a filler. Um, uh, <laughs> let's just get let's get that guy Ludacris. He just had that song "Get Back" like released. <laughs> 
So um, don't don't tell Ja Rule because this is the only good thing that's coming for him right now. I like like apparently yeah. he keeps he, he keeps doing acid in like the green room and saying that he's <laughs> he's gonna create like this music festival for like for Instagram oh, ja for for Instagram tweens. And the we're just is, like, what, what's J- Instagram? <laughs> the thing is, Ja Rule didn't really have that much cred to begin with. And so to then have his name attached to Firefest is just it's a, it's such a Ja Rule thing. You know how you know how in community they say you bred it. We say you Ja Ruled it like. Yeah. Here's my history with Ja Rule. <laughs> As if anyone doesn't already know from listening to this podcast, I live in Sacramento. I'm a huge Sacramento Kings fan. And probably, I think this was Ja Rule's, like, finest moment. Like, <laughs> this was, like, I think, I believe the Firefest had just come out. And, wow. he, and Ja Rule was riding the wave of, like, of his trend, like, in the Firefest. <laughs> and Lord and behold, I'm sitting at the Sacramento Kings game. And Lord and behold, they announced that Ja Rule will be performing at halftime for <laughs> 4,500 Kings fans. <laughs> And I remember that performance because he's like trying to hype up everyone. I don't even know. I, like, can you name a Ja Rule song like off the top? Something with a Shanti in it. Anything that a Shanti was in. <laughs> <laughs> ja Rule was in. So if I can name an Ashanti song, then I can name a Ja Rule song. I But I just remember him <laughs> performing for like all these fans. And there was like... I swear there was like 20 people down there just like grooving out. <laughs> and he was like, can I hear you Sacramento? And everyone was like, I heard like one little boo. And I was just, oh, <laughs> I, just no. busted, I busted up laughing because the boo was so quiet, but it was so quiet was in enough. that arena that oh, I believe he no. heard it. And I was just like, oh my oh. God. <laughs> Wow. It was it was amazing. I I hate the Sacramento Kings, but being a fan, I love <laughs> them. I love them so much for inviting Ja Rule to just <laughs> that's what they I, did. I think Ja Rule and Chet Hanks, I think they're probably best friends. Cause they have like that same level of just raw like mentality. Like they don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. They're no. gonna do what they're gonna do. I think for me, the like I can sum up all of like Ja Rule's essence very like simplistically. I know it's going to sound bad, but Ja Rule's just past his peak and he refuses to believe it. Like he had a couple of hits. Okay. He had a 90s summer or two where we were all listening to his music. But then, much like a lot of other 90s RB artists, his time came and went, but Ja Rule refuses to leave. Are we still hanging out with boys to men? No, not really. Does anyone talk about Jodeci anymore? Uh-uh. So, so New edition? Nope. You're speaking blasphemy right now. Uh, boys to men is actually, they're touring Street, right now. Drew Hill, 112? No. Ja Rule, sit down, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Natalie with the fire, the straight fire. <laughs> I think we would respect him more if he did. If he did, if we could look back at Ja Rule and be like, Dag, you know what? He was in Fast and Furious. He had a couple of hits. He was cool. But now he just he just shows up to sporting things, flossing new clothes. That's it. And we'd be like, okay, he could post some pictures on Instagram of him wearing headphones, acting like he's producing some shit. And we would respect Ja Rule. But because Ja Rule still wants to act like anyone cares about Ja Rule, then no, nah, we're going to make fun of him. Sorry. I think to, to to end this tangent right now, I think the perfect the perfect rating for this for this film would be how many jaw rules out of five would this Ooh, be? How many jaw rules? I mean, I like this movie, so but he is in it, so there's at least one jaw rule. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would give it three jaw rules out of five. Like it's like wow. he's enjoyable, like you said, like early mm-hmm. on. Like I love this movie, like in the like, like when it first when I first saw it. But rewatching it now, it's just just embarrassing. <laughs> it is, it is, and he again he gets jaw ruled in 
the movie. He gets a, the girl says, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. You get, you get this. And she goes, if you win, you get her too. And he loses and he goes to talk to this lady and she's like, you know what? Nah, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That was so, that was so harsh too. It was just like, he knew, he like, Job Rule knew that he wasn't, he wasn't going to get her. But he yeah. still walks up because he, he, he thinks does. he's Ja Rule. And he thinks and he rules worse, the world. It's in front of a group of other guys who just start going, oh. like So he gets publicly humiliated. <laughs> is this is this Ja Rule's like, premiere? Was this his acting premiere? Uh, we're, oh, we might, my God. Is, is this it? his acting premiere? I'm I, looking. I, I'm trying to find it. I think so. It has to be. I love that Google doesn't even know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> yeah, they're like, Jarrell actor? <laughs> actor? You mean Jarrell douchebag? <laughs> oh, they do. He puts himself as an actor on, on Wikipedia. Oh, uh, he probably edited that himself. <laughs> <laughs> Because who? A very jaw rule thing. Who in the right mind would be editing a jaw rule Wikipedia page unless you're trolling him or you right, did it so, for the memes? All right, so yeah, he was in a movie called Turn It Up in 2000 oh, with I, no, Jason I Statham. Yeah, I don't I, even know what that was. And then he somehow his his filmography list him being on MTV Cribs as himself as a role. Sure, jaw rule, sure. <laughs> You know, and then Fast and Furious. The most hardest role of them all, himself. Yeah, he's this tough. It's tough. <laughs> right. It's tough being yourself. It's it's just it's just tough. But yeah. Can we talk about the the like funny, like not even puns, but the place where Paul Walker worked in this was called the Racer's Edge. <laughs> the worst, worst name. in this movie like like even like even like the name race wars like did Mm, this mm, that did mm -hmm. not hold up very Mm -mm. well (laughs) no no living in 2021 where you have legitimate race wars they that's no now i see why they didn't bring this back in any of the other yeah i noticed that like as soon as they said it you know because i was i was stoned i was paying attention i was laughing but i was taking notes and all of a sudden he's like you know because the race wars and i was like what the what and i was like oh right the wars why did they call them that why didn't they call them like i don't know the 500 like i don't know anything just call it the race because yeah, oh, it's yeah. competition. <laughs> the race. So simple. Right? No, but it's war. It's a war between attrition. <laughs> I I don't know. But I realize the war really between like in the movie boils down to the motorcycle gang versus the car gang. That's pretty much it. Right. Yeah. Uh or, or well, the way I saw it was I wonder what this says about me is the the bad guys were clearly Asian at this point. It's like, it's like, oh, it, oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it was, it was kind of, it was a little unsettling. The, the fact yeah. that the, it like all like, the, uh, oh yeah. Know. It shows you where well, we come as a movie industry. That's, that's who I know from the movie. So I know De- uh, Johnny Tran's cousin, who's mm-hmm. he's played by Rick Yoon. And he's from right here, um, Washington, D.C. And we knew that he was going to be in this movie, but, you know, we didn't realize he had a real role. And so until we saw the movie, we didn't really realize, like, he was a character. And um, so that that made me love these movies even more that I that I know his cousin. We we need to get him on the series with <laughs> us and just watch the rest. Just have him guest star. Like he started out like as a model, you know, he got discovered. And so he's one of those guys who he has just, he has, he's great personality, mm -hmm. great luck. You know, life loves him. I think he loves life. Right. That's good. But Natalie, I think we could, we can go on for like three hours talking about this movie and jaw rule and Chet Hanks. Probably. But I don't want to hold your time up too much. And plus Mm -hmm. we got to watch like this, this next film. Yep. Which I was always confused by the the sequel to this movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. Wouldn't wouldn't that be the fourth one? It's maybe, like but so maybe many they didn't twos. Know. Yeah, no, yeah, they didn't know. They 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 didn't know what they had. Which is they live the, for today. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They live in the moment. Yeah, they live in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if anyone wants to follow along with us, go watch Too Fast and the Furious. I think that this is on. Most of them are on streaming services. Yeah, I know. I know yeah, the first. Yeah, most of them are. Or if you're lucky like me and bought all eight of them for like five bucks at a Hollywood video, but <laughs> a nice. Hollywood video that was closing down, I just managed to to just snag it. If you are like following along with us, use the hashtag fade it and furious so that we can see what your thoughts on what we're watching are, because we, we would love to hear them. Yes. Or bad. We, yes, we would definitely love to hear them, too. And if you are of age and you'd like to or you have, feel free to get stoned with us, too, yeah. during this entire like adventure. Uh, it's definitely an adventure. The most Carmageddon like adventure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I believe that's where it's a good time to end it. Uh, Natalie, where could people find you on the internet if they don't already know? You guys can find the number one stoner cannabis podcast on the web. Online, we are on Instagram all the time at stoned and social, like rock and roll. And I will say in the words of Dom, don't forget, you can't detail a car with the cover on. That's beautiful. Tears <laughs> down my down down my face. Not from laughter, but from <laughs> pure love. <laughs> Natalie, I'll join you next week for Too Fast and Too Furious. Thank you, Marley. Thank you. Hey, it's Natalie from Stoned and Social, and you just got faded and furious with us. If you want to keep up with us in the fast lane, then make sure to check out my show, Stoned and Social, next week so that you can listen to our commentary on the next movie in the Fast and Furious series. And don't forget, namaste fast and fade it. <laughs>